Hi, this is Serena Vincent, and you're listening to Power Rangers in Cyberspace. Ah, after 10,000 years, I'm free. Now, finally to conquer Earth. Alpha, Rita's escaped. Recruit me, podcasters with attitude. Power Rangers in Cyberspace. Welcome once again, Power Rangers and Cyberspace fans. This is episode 25, 25. 25. 25. Sean Fritz here, as always, joined with my illustrious co-host, the infamous... Anthony Mullen. Anthony Mullen. Anthony Mullen, this is episode 25 of Power Rangers and Cyberspace. 25. I can't believe we made it this far. 25, the... What is it? The silver anniversary? The podcast that can now rent a vehicle legally. Yes, we can. The podcast that should have moved out of its parents' house by now. Something like that. Something like that. podcast that has a driver's license, can legally drink, and can now rent its own vehicles. Yes, we can. This is episode 25 of Power Rangers in Cyberspace. Hi, Anthony. What's going on, Sean? It's a fun episode, man. This will be a fun episode. That'll be fun. I agree. Any news of note? I haven't looked into the news at all. Oh, I have. Any news? Yes. Go on. Oh, you would like to know what it is? Yeah, go for it. (laughs) The day of this recording, there's a new Power Rangers game in development, a mobile game called Power Rangers RPG, and the week-long beta just closed on the 2nd. Really? Yeah, it went from the 26th of February to the 2nd, which was a Friday. Okay. I downloaded it and played it a little bit on Thursday and a little bit on Friday. It was fun. It's an RPG, and you you have to collect no different than Legacy Wars. You basically go through, you grind through the game. Yeah. You know, where you have to collect essence of each character. And then once you have so many, you can unlock that character. Mm -hmm. This is pretty much the same thing. You can also unlock Zords. Once you get the full team, then you can unlock that Megazord. And basically you just go through these different levels and you fight different bosses. It's basically a multi, it's a multiverse type game with an actual story. It It was neat. I mean, the graphics were smooth, slightly larger head cartoonish shapes and uh slightly larger than average body so it was like you were funko pops without the uh i guess anime ishness i see him right here oh yeah i mean it was a decent game it didn't really hold my attention too much but i played it just to see what it was like i'm trying to get away from mobile games as much as i can i'm making an attempt i mean there's one or two that i'll play but that's about it avengers academy no no i gave up on that game long ago because it was way too expensive dude they just did a complete reboot and it's really weird I don't care. I don't care. I don't want to play it. I gave up Oreos the other day, and I I gave up Avengers Academy like six months ago. Smart move. Smart move. Both were very difficult, especially the Oreos. I bet. Man, every time I go to the grocery store, it's like, hey, there's Oreos here. I'm like, I I do love Oreos, but my doctor says I shouldn't as much as I do. I guess you shouldn't then. Yeah, it's not that easy, though. (laughs) <laughs> I just tried to open the game up and it still said that the beta was closed so there's nothing happening. I guess it'll be a couple more months before it comes out. I haven't really done any digging on when it'll be available for full release. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'll play it but it was a cute little game. Beyond that there was one other item. Uh, as you know Emerald City was this past weekend. You were aware right? Emerald City Comic Con. It is. It is. Are you going? No, because it just ended. Like I just said, Emerald oh City was God. this last I weekend. Said, I thought you said it's next week. How did I? <laughs> no, but there is one down here this coming weekend. 
at the time of record, uh, as you hear this, it will have passed already, but there is one this coming weekend in Raleigh. Nice. Kevin Eastman will be there. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. You know who Kevin Eastman is? I know who Kevin Eastman is. I used to do a comic book podcast. Yeah, I know. At Emerald City, they announced that there is a, what's it say here? There is, a, in June, there is a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers anniversary special one-shot comic. Really? Put out by Boom, yeah. The cover looks pretty sweet, assuming that this will be the cover. This is the cover with all of like the Rangers jumping and everything? I don't know. It's on CBR. Basically, it looks like the Red Ranger is holding up the sword like he's He-Man. And then there's a whole bunch of other ones floating behind him. Yeah, I saw that. It looks pretty cool, the cover. Yeah, I'll be interested to see what it says. Or what it, not what it says, but what it's... You know, what it, I'll read it. I'll pick it up. I like to try to read it. You got to catch up on the first 24 issues, though. I'm going to try to. You should, because the Shattered Grid starts on tw- with 25. I know. And uh, Draken comes back in episode, in episode issue 24. Mm-hmm. I've, I've seen that. Yeah, I picked my copy up a little late, but I picked it up today. Haven't read it yet. Going to have to. Yeah, I'm not kidding. It's a solid story. I want to. I really do. I just, I haven't had time for any reading at all. Yeah, too busy with Critical Role. Not even just that, man. I've been busy with a lot of stuff. Harley Awesome's going up. I have a project going for Vinyl Divers. Vinyl Divers is on its way up. It should be good. By the time this episode drops, Vinyl Divers should be up on iTunes. I'm developing the Patreon for it. For in pre-production, I've got another side project going with it. I've been busy as hell, dude. I've been trying to think of a Patreon for this one so far, but guys, not there yet. Sooner or later, me and Sean will get some ideas and we'll get a Patreon of some sort going, but... I've thrown out ideas already. Man, not stuck yet. No, they're bad, because they're, they're bad. They are bad. I just don't want to be brutally honest with you. I was trying to give you a little leeway. Man, there are so many vinyl podcasts on iTunes right now. Is there really? Yeah, it was like, fi- it was, it was like 50 or 60. All right, whatever. I don't care. One's called Vinyl Diviners, too, or Vinyl Divers. Oh, you're funny. No, there isn't one. I know there isn't. The Modern Vinyl... The Vinyl Exam, The Vinyl Crawl, The Vinyl Count... Oh, that's clever, The Vinyl Countdown. There's a band from the 80s called Europe. Oh, I know. Are you familiar? Oh, I know. They do. It's all called The Vinyl Countdown. Uh-huh, yeah. Did you know that? That's what I was getting to. That was the, pretty much their only hit. It was one of their only hits. Yes, it was. I think it's played at almost every sports arena ever. So, you want to get into it? Let's go for it. It's episode 25, guys. We are going to be talking about... We're going to do, for our, an- for our first big anniversary episode, we're going to talk about an anniversary episode. Forever Red. This episode, uh, was it 39? Episode 34. 34? Yeah, no, because there's 40 episodes. That's what it was. Yeah. There's 40 episodes in the season of Power Rangers Wild Force, and episode 34... From 35 on, it's just reveal, reveal, reveal. All right, the Power Rangers are no more. So Forever Red, they're like, how the hell can we get one last hurrah episode before it all starts to go downhill and kids are crying? Well, let's bring all the Red Power Rangers up to this day together in one episode. By the way, did they ever explain why they specifically needed the Red Rangers? Just the Red Rangers? I was thinking that. I just got done watching it. I'm going, why just the Red ones? You literally went up and you're like, hey, I'm the Red Light Speed Ranger. I need you, only the Red Ranger. There's an evil force coming, and I only want you, not not the other four Rangers, or actually, no, five Power Rangers, just the one. And did you notice when Cole came up, or Cole is the Red Ranger, right? Yes. 
Carter Grayson from Lightspeed r- recruits him. I wrote that down. I thought that they were going to jump him. <laughs> he's like, uh, are you? He's like, uh, what's his name? Cole. What's his last name? Evans. It's like Cole Evans. Yeah. I'm Carter Grayson. You're the Red Wild Forest Ranger. And he's like, who the fuck do you? Th- who who do you? Who who do you? How do they you all know? they all get up and they all start looking at him. And you're like, oh shit, what's going on? No, I get you. They're like, check out this motherfucker. Check out this motherfucker. Man. <laughs> So this is the only episode that I've ever watched from Wild Force. It, it's a good one. I'll give you that. Just nostalgia. The season or the episode? Honestly, I like the season. I liked the Lunar Ranger, the uh, sixth ranger. He was the wolf. He's pretty cool. Is he the purple one? Nope. Wrong wolf. See the orange slash white? Nope, that's the rhino. Is that the same season? Purple and the rhino were in the same season. But in Wild Force, though. Nope, that was in... Jungle Fury? Jungle Fury. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who was the sixth ranger in Wild Force? Wild Force. So the whole idea behind... Well, here, let me just start off. This isn't a Wild Force-heavy episode. Those who don't know, the premises behind Wild Force is that these... Um, what are they? They're orcs. The orcs are... There's these, like, evil entity orcs come in into this uh, and try to come back to this life, and there was, like, ancient magic from way back in the day, and... There is these Power Rangers, I guess you could, for night, for lack of term, you could say there's a Power Rangers of ancient lore. As there always is. Of, of course. And they fight these orcs. They banish them. And after they banish the orcs, princess that ruled the land goes into a slumber. And now we're current day, well, 15, 10, actually no. So wait a minute. So she goes into suspended animation, right? Pretty much, and and the land that they live on, they live in, flies into the sky. What? Out of sight. Yep, I know. Go with it. The so magic. It's, it's like asteroid M. Kind of. Yeah, but it's like no one knows it exists. Like it's and now and now we're current day, and it's a fairy tale about this land of Animaria. Oh, this is that one, Animaria. Yes, that. Oh. Yes. So this is that one, and now. I already hate it. Yes, I know you do. And it just goes from there. And it's kind of kind of like Dino ch- dino, th- dino Charge, where they start finding people and recruiting people to help their own team type of style. Like, it's not a group of friends. It's more or less it's one person started off as a Power Ranger and started recruiting the rest of them. So when you say Dino Charge, you mean like the more recent one? Yeah. Is it Dino Thunder? No. Yeah. Dino Charge is the, is the, new one, is the newer one. 2015, yeah. Yeah, that one. Okay. So now the whole idea is that this red power, the red power ranger is the main antagonist and you're trying to figure out his backstory because he was raised in a jungle and all he has is a picture of his, fa- of his, pa- of his, uh, mother and father. Did he have, when he was being, when he was a child, did he still have a stupid ass headband and shirts with no sleeves? I don't know. I, I don't remember. I was like, one, it was one episode, but he was raised in the jungle and just now he's here. It's like George of the Jungle type style. You know, and now they're now it's the Power Rangers are back. They have to fight these orcs. Well, the sixth ranger, his spirit animal ranger, whatever you want to call him, he's a wolf, and he was. You come to find out way back during this big final fight, he was one of the one of the original rangers or the knights. And during the battle, he fell in battle or he died. I can't remember exactly what. Don't want to spoil. I don't know. And I can't remember exactly the, the right terminology. What happened to him? But he ends up becoming one of these demon orc things that everyone's fighting. But he's the wolf orc. So he's got to break the curse of the wolf. So it's kind of like a werewolf type style. This happened in Dino Charge as well. The Japanese version in Kyuger. Oh, really? Like one of them was actually cursed and he was bad guy and turned good now. and Sort of. A good guy turned bad. I'll give you the real brief once over. So in the 1600s, the Gold Ranger, the Sixth Ranger, because remember there's 10 in that season. 
Yeah. He is battling, uh, I forget his the name in Japanese, his, his Sentai name, but in the American one, his, he was Fury. Give me colors. So the Gold Ranger was fighting Fury. The, the lion that stood upright, that was always angry with the red face, bad guy. I don't. I didn't watch all of Dino Chunter. Dino. He was in like the first episode or two. All right. So he was one of the generals. Basically, Fury, that armor, that character in the Sentai, is actually just an outer shell. Basically, an armor that encases the person and the life force within them. So he encased the Sixth Ranger inside of him in the 1600s. Ah. And then he had to break free his willpower, his Green Lantern power, basically, even though he was the Gold Ranger. Anyway, so he basically... His willpower overtook the armor, and he then became the Sixth Ranger. So he was basically from a previous time where they also fought the big bad from Sentai. Yep. Yeah, kind of. Kind of pretty much what they did then. But it's almost like Power Rangers influenced that to a degree because that came, well, you know, 2001 versus Kyogre, which was 2014. I think this was the first time I had ever seen Tommy Oliver in anything. He was mentioned for the first time since Zio or since Turbo. Yeah, because he he didn't he did Dino Thunder a year or two after this. Um, three years after I think. Yeah, I mean it was within it was recently ish. He had more time gone than he did, you know, before this episode than he did when he came back after this episode. Yeah, so it was like when he when this happened, it was like, oh my god, they have everyone. And I remember as a kid, I remember Andros, I remember TJ, I started remembering these. And I was like, when I saw Tommy, I was like, no, wait. And then Jason showed up, but I remember that as a kid. So this was the whole, pro- the whole, so now to this episode, fast forward, is that the Machine Empire, a few rogue generals still exist, and they're on the moon. You mean some leftover Beetleborg costumes? Yeah, some leftover Beetleborg costumes, which the one is the Shadowborg I saw. That's the black one. The Beetleborg, you, we were talking about this in a previous episode. These were the super duper, the season two suits. Um, nope, not all of them. But I mean, were the, some of the, they were the good guys, basically. They just recycled them into the... A couple of them were good guys. The one was a bad guy. Okay, okay. So they, they just used whatever they had. They just grabbed suits, man. Yeah, they just grabbed suits, I saw. Which is, whatever, you gotta do what you gotta do when you're in that situation. And I think this was one of the first times that it clicked to me that, hey, Power Rangers was a separate TV show because this is the Big Bad Beetleborgs and that doesn't make sense. As a kid, I didn't understand because I love the Big Bad Beetleborgs. Why was the Green Beetleborg, who was a good guy, now a bad guy for the Machine Empire? As a kid, I didn't remember the, the other Beetleborgs other than the green and blue one and the red one. He was put in as a deep cover. Well, the thing is, though, so that's why I'm like, in my head, I was like, wait, this has to be different. This ha-, And I started looking it up, and it was like, wow, that was two different TV shows. It would have been, I don't want to say more believable, but it would have made, I think it would have been continuity-wise, or not continuity-wise, but as far as people's ability to remember, if they had used the VR Troopers outfits, because they were more mechanical but cyborgish looking, yeah, android-like, they could have been. I mean, granted, the Machine Empire, King Mondo, and Queen, whatever her name was, they would have been. Sparket or Sprocket. Sprocket was the kid. The VR Troopers would have been more believable as, oh, they were generals, but because of the goofy-looking nature of King Blueberry and his wife with the fan. Who cares? Who cares? I know, but I'm just, yeah. But also, who remembers VR Troopers compared to Big Bad Beetleborgs? Who remembers Big Bad Beetleborgs other than me? Let's be honest. You and a couple other people, I'm sure. Netflix doesn't even remember them. Nope, yes they do. Big Bad Beetleborgs is on it. Oh, I stand corrected. So, Tommy shows up. And he's recruiting all the rangers because these generals are on the moon and they're uncovering Serpentera, Lord Zed's giant ass dragon sword thing. So I have an issue with that whole premise. Yes. 
how does he know that this whole event is happening on the moon when he's the one that gets a phone call? And he could have had a cell phone by now. Andros calls him, by the way. He calls him from the moon. Oh, by the way, where a person can just breathe on the moon. They're Power Rangers. If you recall, he transferred his power, Tommy, and eventually went, and I wrote this down in my notes 500 times. They're standing outside of a hangar on the moon. Oh, I know. How can they all breathe? Jason, if I remember correctly, transferred not only his Red Ranger power to Rocky in the middle of season two with the Sword of Light, mm-hmm. but he had and then gave back the gold, the gold Spaghetti Ranger, the Gold Zero Ranger, back to Trey because Trey was going to kick it. Not the good kind. Mm-hmm. So he technically has no powers because they were... Sec- what about the cutting of the, of the, the cutting and the editing of this episode? So when Jason shows up on the bike, they're in a hangar, right? Hey, thank you. Hi, you're the new guy. Oh, I know you. They literally spin the camera around. Now we're in a factory, and the factory is now an open room, and now it's a hangar on the moon. There was no cut scene to say, we're going to the moon now. It was boom. Yeah, there was. Yeah, there was, there was a really awful CGI scene where there were not only one, but two ready-to-go space shuttles. By the way, with at the very bottom of the screen, oh, shit. security no, guards you know that didn't move at all. So it was just a CGI whatever. And then the... Yeah, yeah actually, you know what? The Mark II spaceship built on Iron Man 35 or whatever goes out of this hangar and up to the moon, like at light speed. You know what? You're right. I completely forgot about that. I remember walking at going, wow, that shit CGI there. Oh, it was awful. Don't worry. There's some worse CGI coming up way at the end. Oh, I know. Oh, my God. There's so many plot holes. That's why I have three pages of notes. Oh, my God. I will say this one. This episode is just straightforward of this is the plot. The Rangers are together. They're going to the moon. There's no reveals. There's no surprise twists. There's no nothing. It's just straight to the point. We got 20 minutes to squeeze in nine and seven. I'm sorry. Eight and a half red Rangers and a, a Ranger that's red, but goes by a different name. Quantum Ranger. Yep. Don't forget the alien space Ranger that if you weren't a. That's the half because he never unmorphs, which means that they didn't get that guy back. Mm-hmm. But what even gets you versus that as a kid, you didn't, I don't, as a kid, if you didn't know and you didn't watch the Alien Rangers, you didn't know about that. If you're a kid because, hey, you missed, you were in daycare for that half a year when they squeezed eight episodes into it. Yeah. You didn't care. You're like, I, I've seen pictures or I've seen a toy of this guy and I thought it was fake. You think it's a Power Ranger knockoff, and the only reason you think it may be a Power Ranger is because you see it with four other people that look like Power Ranger colors. Yeah, you're like, oh, he's got a helmet on with a visor, and you can't see his face. Must be a Power Ranger, because there's a blue and a black one and a yellow one and a pink one? Or was it white? Uh, It was white. There was no pink for that one. Yeah, white. Was the white, the white one was the leader? I know it was a girl, but was it a girl or the white one, or was it a red one that was the girl? Red one was a boy. Then the white one was the leader, the white ranger. All right. But, so let's say that that's the only reason I would, could tell that those guys were Power Rangers if I ever saw toys of them, but I never saw the show. So picture 12, 10-year-old, no, 8, 8-year-old eight me watching this for the first time going, oh my God, these are all the Power Rangers. Wait, who, why are the Beetleborgs fighting them? And well, who is this red Power Ranger that I've never seen before, but everyone knows? Well, and my favorite was that they all knew everybody's name. I thought you were supposed to keep that shit secret. At the end when they're all trying to share each other's stories and you're like, wait. No, 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 no. Toward the end, when you're like, where's the rest of them? I thought it was supposed to be a 10-year anniversary with Ted Ren Rangers. 
and they had eight when they did their Armageddon walk to the space shuttle right before they got, you know, right before they went into space. There was eight of them. And I'm like, well, what's going on here? Well, what, what, what Red Ranger do they miss other than Rocky? The two? No, no. I mean, not the person, but the actual season. Oh, you meant, oh, you meant the actual walk when it was them and then the two showed up at the end? Yes. Was it Alien and the Charlie Brown? Was it the Charlie Brown Rangers? Lost Galaxy. Is that, yeah, that's the Charlie mm-hmm. Brown ones, right? Yeah, because I have on Lost Galaxy right now. Chloe's watching it. Which, by the way, Lightspeed Rescue's morph sequence sucks. You Here's the thing is, now this is where my next plot is. So now they're on the moon. They all morph. You can tell. Oh my goodness, I wrote this down too. You can tell when Disney bought them. During the morph sequence, there's a scene going, and you're going to go, Disney bought them now, and I'm going to call it, I think so, Lightspeed, I'm pretty sure. Right? Was that the one where they killed Lord Zed and Rita and Zordon? Well, no, that would be, no, because the last one with Zordon would be space. It was the sixth season. Was that space? Lost Galaxy would be the one, would be the one without Zordon. But I'm going to tell you, the morphing sequence of from Lost Galaxy to Lightspeed, someone got Disney-fied. Well, keep in mind that they just take the Sentai footage and it's all CGI pretty much with the exception of the face. They just put a green screen over the face. Mm-hmm. So Power Rangers was bought, in, or Saban Brands was bought by Disney in 2001. So was it Wild Force that was when? I don't know. I don't have them in order here. I don't have the listing. I have it right here. Hold on. So, so Disney took over Power Rangers in 2001. Yeah, well, they just took Jetix and Disney took over the Jetix was a channel back in the day. There's 873 episodes, by the way, as of right now. Yeah, the the series originally aired on Fox Kids, Fox Television, 2002. Yeah, when Disney bought the rights to Power Rangers, it moved to ABC Saturday morning, ABC Kids from 2002 to 2010. We all know what happened in 2010. That shitty, yeah, exactly. And then since then, it's been Saban bought it back, and it's been on Nickelodeon. Oh, this is cool. I didn't know this one. The, the Wild Force version of Super Sentai was the 25th anniversary of Super Sentai. Yeah, I wish probably what I was that. Uh, I think that was Magi Ranger. No, it is uh, Gower Ranger. Gower Ranger. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, G A O. Yeah, G A O Ranger. Yeah, we, uh, you said, you, oh, you like Time Force the most, right? Uh, Wild Force, it's weird, man. I like them all, honestly. Lightspeed, I haven't watched in forever. You keep telling me that you like a certain one, and I always forget, because I've never seen the season. I do like Wild Force because of all the different rangers, and all the different, like, morph, like, it was one of those first times where it wasn't just a supers, it wasn't just a super suit, it was like, we actually have another set of zords that we use also, and they interchangeable zords. Oh. That was like one of the first times where it was on a regular base. Like if the power, if, so the regular power, the regular Wild Force Megazord was. I know we're getting off track from Forever Red, but so the regular Wild Force Zord was the the lion, the ox, the shark, the eagle, and then the the tiger. And let's say somehow I I think it happened in one episode where they were fighting and the two arms got beat up and bruised and the Zords had to rest and they weren't ready. They had other, at other times they would have other Zords that they can call upon and would interchange with them. Dino Charge was kind of like that. Dino Charge did that. Super Samurai. Uh, no, not Samurai didn't do that. A, a couple of them have, you know, if they have a big yeah. enough team or if it's just a basic configuration. 
or like or um like with pop michael like with mighty morphin you could have jungle fury did it okay well didn't they like keep getting more new zords and more powerful weapons and all they kept they kept they well they did different teams of zords but i mean like mighty morphin i guess for my point of reference had the dragon zord which could be the main torso and uh, or the or the the tyrannosaurus mega the t-rex zord and eventually season two with the tiger zord versus the dragon Mm -hmm. yes like that like that could happen how you could interchange it gotcha but wild force was where like uh Money more from Power Rangers. You never, you didn't see that. You didn't see the Dragon Zord, Megazord much, unless it was green on top of the regular Megazord, the Super uh, Dragon. Was it Super Dragon? Megazord? Dragon Megazord, yeah. Where where you just like split in half and yeah, where oh, he, was, he was the trench coat. Yeah, that was that was more common. But no, like the one where it was just straight Tommy with the other guys, while Jason was off doing something else. That was like once in a while. The Wild Force stores they changed up pretty often. Like they could. They swapped them around depending on situations. You know what else did that was Megaforce. Yes, Megaforce did that. And I watched the Sentai, which was really, really good, by the way. Over the course of two episodes, like a two-episode arc, they changed one battle like six or seven times. It's like, that's enough. You know, I can't keep up with what the hell's going on. Yeah, but kids eat that shit up. Oh, yeah, because it's marketing for new toys. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, if you get that, well, if I buy my toy, can my toy change that? Can it do that? Yes, but it's it's no different than when you want to transform to transform. It doesn't make that noise when you when it transforms. So it's not nearly as good as the show. No. This would have been a great episode to market Serpentera as a toy to buy. This would have been perfect for it because people are like, whoa, who's Serpentera? And I vaguely remember Serpentera too because remember my Power Ranger, Money More for Power Ranger experience was a lot of reruns and just the movie at this point. And I don't even know. I think it was just on TV or maybe I had I VHSs. I don't remember. I don't remember how I watched Power Rangers as a kid. I just remember knowing that I watched it. They they came out with a Serpentera. In... Oh, I remember the toy. Yeah, I never. My cousin had it. How big, how big was this thing? Oh, shit. It was like a two foot tall toy. Like it was like. Really? Oh, yeah. No, it was like, it was. Let's see. We'll see, like, if, we'll say, what, the regular, how tall was the regular Megazord? Um, mine's in the box. Well, here, I just, how about this one? Um, Probably, like, I don't know, maybe 16 inches? I'm just going to look it up. I'm going to look it up. Size of Serpentera Megazord. Oh, in the Sentai, Serpentera never ran out of power. Really? Yeah. It was also a sentient being. Really? Where was Serp- Serpentera in Mighty Morphin in the Sentai? No, no, because it was... Let me find it here. I'm on the Power Rangers wikia. Villains.wikia.com Okay, so I see a Serpentera. It's a Power Rangers lot. And while I'm not proud of how the lot is, it's like piece together Megazord... It shows half of the Dragon Zord. Yeah, that's how you're going to find most of them nowadays, unfortunately. From the foot of the Dragon Zord to the upper, like, shoulder chest plate, it's probably a little bit bigger than the face of Serpentera. I'll send you a picture. Okay. So it looks like it appeared in Gal Ranger. Wait, hang on. Wait, what? No, I might be reading something wrong. Oh, it appeared in Die Ranger, which was the second season of... So the Thunder Ranger, Thunder Megazord. 
Yeah, so that footage is probably kind of pieced together somehow. Mm-hmm. Here, I just sent it to you. Okay, I'll keep an eye out for it. But yeah, I mean, I, they, I don't think they've ever reissued it, which is a shame. Oh, wow, geez, that is pretty big. We'll put this on Instagram. Right? I don't know that that Megazord that you're looking at there is, that is, well, I can tell you that that is not the size of the traditional Megazord. I'm looking at it now. I can see the difference of it zoomed up. It's not. Because you got the fl- the head flips over on the bottom and you have Tommy without his overcoats on in both of these, the White Ranger without his shield and the Green Ranger without his shield. It's the eight inch Ranger toys up right there. And then there's the five inch Ranger toys below it. Yeah. And then there's the, the flexible ones, the pink and the orange one or mm-hmm. the pink. I have I have those the whole set. Really? Uh huh. They're kind of goofy. It's funny. Um. So yeah, I think this it's probably a good one and a half times the size of the of the traditional Megazord out of the box. Kind of guesstimating. It was diff- It was significantly bigger. Like it wasn't just like oh, it's the same size and you just had to pretend it was bigger. No, they it was bigger than Titanus as a toy. And Titanus is pretty wide. His neck is pretty long too. You know he's longer. They really didn't. I mean, they they kind of did it justice in the show to to illustrate how big it was, but they only showed CGI pictures of it, horrendous CGI of its head against a green screen, just to illustrate how big it was in comparison to oh yeah, you know them standing on the moon, not breathing or breathing on the moon. What about where he rides the motorcycle on it? <sighs> so wait, wait, wait. So so lo- so I have a big problem with that past- part, by the way past this giant fight which was actually really kind of cool i do like how tommy retains his thunder kick his ninja sideways jumps somehow gravity kick i don't know what you want to call it you, you notice that too where he he, the, he does the zeo spin jobby yeah, zeo thunder kick uh jason has one too he does not cue it up with words he just does it and he also does a lot of wire foo yep but yeah that motorcycle oh my goodness so wait wait real quick what's with the scene where the alien range where the quantum ranger goes to shoot and the alien ranger has to put a sword out and he has to use the sword for balance to shoot it's actually a tactic that people will do to just steady themselves really oh yeah it i've never shot a gun i know the theory behind a lot of the stuff and i've seen a lot of movies which makes me an expert but snipers when they shoot they don't hold the gun they will prop it up they'll usually the sniper rifle or any gun will have two tiny little feet that you pull out i know a bipod a tripod i know yeah yeah so basically it, it steadies the so, gun so so, so the pistol so he needs steady 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 works marksmanship for his pistol well you want to aim you want your aim to be true you don't want to shoot off into nowhere let's give them a chance to recover and know that you're coming which by the way yes. at the beginning of the episode when they just storm the castle yeah bunch of idiots don't give up your strategic advantage Got ten goofballs running, or eight at the time, eight goofballs running around, and you got so wait, money morphing militia rangers running around too with their. I love this one. So now, now he's in trouble, and out of nowhere, in comes flying is Andros. No, is the space ranger in the Lost Galaxy, Ranger Cole. Yeah, on their hoverboard. Flying in, they flew in, right? They say fly in. You see where I'm going with this? No. They flew in. They came flying in, right? On their hoverboard. So at the very end. Where they're like, oh my god, Serpent Terry, he's getting away. How will we ever catch him? Can anyone fly? No one goes, hey, you just came flying in. Well, they were just two feet off the ground. No, that no, that's like he, when he travels through space, man. Oh, well, they really didn't set that up. Yeah, so and he's like, wait, I got a motorcycle that can flap wings. The fuck is the point of a motorcycle that can now fly? Hold why, on. Why? Hold on. 
I'm going to bitch about this motorcycle for a good 20 minutes. This motorcycle, in quotes, first of all, it's got wings. Okay. Second of all, it's got an eagle's head on it that makes T-Rex sounds. An eagle's head that makes T-Rex sounds. Okay. Yeah. Next thing. It can break in midair like it's on a road, like there's anything underneath it. No, I'm pretty sure you just stop. You don't have to pump the brakes or anything. You just stop. Then, when he's riding that thing and he's over top of Serpentera, which looks like a, an earthworm, by the way, uh-huh. then he's like, oh, that gives me an idea. Um, what? You didn't have an idea before you called forth your save the day motorcycle? Mm-hmm. And how did that give you your idea from... Just from looking at it, before it started shooting. I, I drove up from behind you, and now you're like, wait, I got the uh, drive in front of it. What the fuck kind of idea is that? Where the fuck did you come from now? Well, that gives me an idea to do the thing that Dennis, that Randy Quaid does at the end of Independence Day. You had that idea before it started shooting anything. What, what idea was this? Oh, I see. The, uh, I'm, I'm thinking he's going to go in through a loose panel or something. Shoot out the Death Star through its one weakness. Yep. No, he, he just goes inside. He just goes right into the lines, Den. While it's actively shooting a purple ray of sunshine at him. Yep. And the CGI A on that stupid ass bike. I could have done without that bike. I thought that that season that, no. that somebody could what fly. What about the CGI Ranger? Because there was a scene where they have him flying and he's CGI too. Oh, at the beginning. Yeah. Where he's like flying up and down and around. And it's like, that's straight all CGI'd. The CG is awful. Uh, CGI, no. The Serpentera CG was horrendous. When it was, quote, flying, when it was taking off from the moon, holy hell. I know. 2002, yeah, that's great. It's a kid's show, I know. It still looked horrendous. Today does not hold up. I don't think it held up the day after they did it. You picture being the execs being like, does this look good? It looks good. Yeah, right. I think it looks good. Do you think it looks good? It should look good. Well, let's not forget the Bruce Callis explosions. Did you notice, first of all, they morphed. I'm going to go back for a second. They morphed, and then there was the... All the red smoke. Well, the pose, the explosion, and then the 50-foot billowing smoke in a place that has no gravity. You know, the moon. (laughs) And then, and then, did you notice as they were fighting, like the first part of the battle sequence when they were kick-punch, Parappa the Rapper type stuff? Yeah. And they bust out their swords and, and, and their weapons. The amount of sparks that jumped off of their weapons and their suits. Mm Mm-hmm. It was ridiculous. I was afraid that they were going to start a fire. Uh Uh-huh. I know. The whole reason that Wild Force got to save the day was because it was a Wild Force episode. It wasn't an episode of Wild Force, but it took place within the Wild Force season, exactly. And what was the deal with how stoic and stoic yet campy Jason David Frank was being with his line delivery and with his interactions with everybody else? Yup. Hey, I wanted to thank everyone for coming. This is a very dire situation. Well, just be like, hey, man, shit's fucked up. We got to fix this. We're the only Red Rangers in the world that can fix it, in the universe why, that can why, fix why it. Why only Red Rangers can fix it? I, who knows? But let's go forward with it. Yeah, exactly. Plot, plot hole. Plot hole number 15. He's just so way too... He, you know what he's like? He's like Thor in the second Thor movie. Mm-hmm. Way too serious. And he's got that William Shatner approach, that William Shatner delivery. You know, every third word you have to pause. In my notes, I also, I'm going to read my notes verbatim here. When they first start fighting the cogs, cogfight is well choreographed, which I thought it was. It was really well done. And you could tell that they were all doing, for the most part, their own action. I mean, there weren't a lot of cuts to hide their faces. Here's the note, and I think you'll appreciate this. There's credit. They all fight better than they act. That's funny. 
quite honestly, I mean, Austin St. John looked, he, he looked a little puffy, but he also been retired for what, six years from Power Rangers for six or seven years. Mm-hmm. But I, th- I thought he held his own really well. I thought it was good. Yeah, he was definitely, they paired the oldest, or not the oldest, but the, the most tenured in chronology, yeah. the oldest ranger to, with, the new, with, the young, with the newest, and they played off of that old cop, young cop type thing. Mm-hmm. Kept calling him rookie, reminded me of Bishop and Wolverine from the X-Men cartoon. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm going to remember this, rookie. You remember that? Yes, that, yes, I do. Is that Days of Future Past? Yup. This episode, it makes me want to watch the, the, the 15th anniversary because... Wow. That's the one where they had a whole bunch of different teams teamed up, though, I think. With Adam and the Mystic Ranger. What I don't remember. Let's not forget the very end, when they saved the day, and Cole, whatever his name is, he says, wow, that's Tommy Oliver. Was it say, the greatest ranger? The greatest, the greatest ranger, and they're like... Like, how much of an ego stroke is that? Not the greatest orator, but the greatest ranger. My favorite was the Quantum Ranger where he's like, oh yeah, my Q-Rex Zord would eat his Dragon Zord. And I'm like, why did they make a Green Ranger reference when it was a Red Ranger-centric episode? Uh-huh. TJ, you guys remember when I got baked into a pizza? I really, I thought I heard that wrong, different at first, and I was like, oh my god. Remember when I got baked in a pizza? I usually leave the captions on just because I don't like to turn the TV up too loud. I don't want to advertise that I'm watching a really awful episode of Power Rangers. Yeah. You actually get a lot more of the background noise as well. It's really good for picking up very subtle details. Mm-hmm. And when I read that, there was an extra space in between baked and in a pizza. And I'm like, oh my goodness. That's funny. The delivery was just straight on. I mean, it was sometimes captions are incorrect. I, I think I remember the episode too, or part of the episode or, or a similar episode. But wow, like what, what, a, what a reference to make. I thought it was funny. It was a good episode to me. See, I, I had nostalgia throughout the whole thing, and I was like, I'm okay with this. Like, I was fine. I was happy. I, was enjo- I enjoyed it. It's funny. It caught my attention. All right. So here, let me ask you this. Specific items about it. What did you think of the story? For a one-hit one episode that was in an important part of a season, they didn't do that bad, honestly. A little confusion. I mean, now I'm going to watch it as an adult. I'm going to be like, well, why don't they have all the Rangers? Why are they doing this? Why is this? But as a kid, and I'm going to leave, I'm going to live with imaginary physics and just because it works because it is. It was fun. It caught my attention. It gave me the, it pushed the nostalgia button. You know what it reminds me of? What did it remind you of? It reminds me of like a one-shot comic that takes place in continuity somewhere, but it doesn't fit within the normal, within the current storyline. It's just there. Mm-hmm. It's an adventure that happened. What was it? So what was the good, the bad? The good? I thought it was fun. You know, it, it was honestly the good was that it just, I got to see all my old favorite Power Rangers. I haven't seen him forever. Like I hadn't seen Jason since Zeo. And that's if I nope, remember Zeo. Nope, Zio, wrong, was, wrong, wrong, wrong. I thought he was in the, the Turbo movie. You're right. It's right there. I haven't, I hadn't seen Jason since that. Cause I didn't, I probably didn't remember Zeo or like, I haven't seen Tommy for a couple seasons. So like, it was cool to see all that and to bring back and be like, oh yeah, this is still here. It was cool. It was fun. It was so confusing. As a kid, the beat, the bad, uh, the reusing, reissuing the beat, uh, big bad Beetleborgs costumes, that messed with me as a kid. It was like, what the hell? Now I'm an adult. Now I get it. But as a kid, I didn't get that. As an adult, I can nitpick the graphics, but let's be real. I'm nitpicking Power Rangers. Really can't get that nitpicky, I feel. You can. I know, but I don't want to because it's Power Rangers. That's the reason. That's that's what you do when you watch Power Rangers at this age. You're not watching it for the quality. You're watching it just, just to have a good time. Yeah, that's true. Do you have anything bad about? I mean, you probably summed it all up there. 
Well, was that really like as a kid? What blasphemy was the big bad beat awards thing? It really did. As an adult, it's a bit more hokey, a bit more corny graphics. Obviously, I can nitpick it all, but why would I want to? Don't ruin it. I'm not going to ruin it for myself. I'm just going to enjoy it for what it is. Fair enough. How about you? Well, the story was horrendous. Not the story. The the threads were very loose, loose plot threads. I would also say that's part of the bad. The CGI is also, whew. I mean, I don't do any type of video rendering. I can't draw and I'm not good at Photoshop, but I could probably knock out something in Microsoft Paint that might look a little better. Or if you want to go way back, this might even be before your time. I could probably knock something out in Hyper Studio. I don't know what that is. Oh, it's an old Mac program from, mm, it's like, it was like PowerPoint, but you could also do animations in it. I don't even know what operating system it was on, but it was like 1994. You remember, right? Nope. Exactly. I mean, the good was, like you said, you got to see all the Rangers. I honestly didn't know all of them, but surprisingly, even though I didn't see the season, watch the seasons, I did know who more of them were than I didn't. The way they introduced some of them were better than others. The sword, who's that? The, the sword and the stone Rangers? That's Galaxy. Yeah. What the hell was that introduction? He grabs the sword and he spins it around like his Star Wars kid. He says, I'll be right there to the camera. Who are you talking to, buddy? I don't think he can hear you across time and space. <laughs> Maybe, but I, I highly, highly doubt it. But it is Power Rangers. This is the only episode uh, of this season of Wild Force that I had watched before, probably for the same reason, to see this episode. I mean, I've seen the memes online where instead of having, you know, that, that slightly overhead shot of the, the eight or nine Rangers standing there in red, you know, on the moon. I think we've all seen the meme where instead of being red, the, somebody ch- modifies the picture for the, so that they're black and says, you came to the wrong neighborhood, motherfucker. Well, that's funny. I've never seen that. Oh, I'll, I'll put it on Instagram and I'm sure you will love it. It's, it's funny. It's incredibly wrong, but it is hilarious. No different than a high school reunion. Five years is just way too early to do something, especially with how the first four years of Power Rangers went with almost the same cast, or at least a good bit of the same cast. So you couldn't really have a reunion episode one year after Tommy leaves and one year you know, after the, a majority of the second cast had left. It would be kind of silly. Honestly, it was probably better executed in terms of cameos than the 20th anniversary with the legendary battle. Oh yeah, no, that one was just, oh, that one was horrible. It could have been so much better is the problem. All in all, it was fan service. Mm-hmm. Not a bad thing. Can't get mad at it, honestly. It was, it was good. Yeah, it was good for what it tried to accomplish. It, it was. I mean, it was fun. I'm not, I'm not saying, man, it was a good episode. I had fun. I enjoyed it. There's nothing I really didn't dislike about it. But I'm sure there were things that you would wish that they had changed. Of course. I mean, I always, I mean there's always things that I'm going I'm to wish there was changed. But I can't complain. We're not going to address the elephant in the room of the Rangers on this one, I feel. I was thinking about that, too, and yeah, I think you're right. We could just leave that one alone. Not on this one. Then we'll talk on that a different one. If you need to know, if you don't know, just Google Red Ranger. Lost Galaxy. No, not Lost Galaxy. Wild Force. He was also uh, Dekka in the Samurai. Yes, I saw that. Anyway, guys, that was it. That was your episode 25, Forever Red. We'll see you next time. Get me, Anthony, on social media at A-N-T-M-U-L-L-E. Check out the B-I-C-B-P-Radio Network. Check me out on my other podcasts I do. Sean, where do they find us at? The show is available, accessible on Instagram and on Facebook, Power Rangers in Cyberspace. Email powerrangersincyberspace at gmail.com. 
talk to everyone next episode.